And so that's kind of the phase I'm in right now is learning how to say no to what looks like opportunity, what looks like like easy because I've always done it this way to say yes to the long-term vision of my business and of like, how I want to impact people and continue to like grow my business the way that I really want. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, everybody, to another conversation on your Badass Journey podcast. Today's guest is Lindsay Mango. Lindsay is a life coach and mindset expert, passionate about helping women create the lives they are obsessed with. Do you feel that way about your life? Are you obsessed with it? In this turbulent time that we've been in, as well as um, having to readjust or reimagine and recreate our lives, it is so, so important to focus on what you are obsessed with, what fills you up, what makes you literally jump out of your bed in the morning and say, yes, this is the life I have. This is the life I'm excited about. This is the business I get to run. This is the impact I want to have. Because it is so critical in order to leverage every moment you have right in front of you. And and Lindsay's all about that. After graduating college, she found herself feeling stuck, facing disappointment, and was trying to figure out how not to live a life that she was settling for and transition into a life that truly she could be obsessed with. So she hired her first coach to help her fulfill her potential. And by going through that experience, decided to build her own online business that rapidly grew. And by the fourth year in business, her podcast has had also 130,000 downloads and is scaling basically everything, hitting that seven-figure mark in her coaching practice and through her programs. So I have to bring her to you because I know she's going to have something that you will benefit from. She shares her top tips and tools on how to start the process of living the life that you could be obsessed with. If you want to connect with Lindsay, she's at Lindsay Mango. That's L-I-D-S-E-Y-M-A-N-G-O, Mango like the fruit, and Lindsay Mango Coaching.com. For her Instagram, it's Lindsay Mango underscore. <laughs> Don't forget that part. Otherwise, you might find someone else. So it's at Lindsay Mango underscore on Insta. But as you have questions, as you listen today and um, would love for you to share this episode with others because you know I'm so grateful for all of you who are listening as well as those new listeners coming <laughs> to the show. Welcome. This is your opportunity to connect. So go ahead and snap a pic of this episode and go ahead and tag Lindsay and I on Insta. You can find me at Kareen Z, as in Zebra, Walsh, W-A-L-S-H. And let's connect there and hear what you think. But Without further ado, let's jump into today's conversation and I will see you on the other side. Welcome, Lindsay, to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. Hey, I'm 
so excited to be here. You know, what's so fun about talking to another like positive-minded, optimistic, gifted person is that it makes conversation so easy <laughs> for us to share <laughs> for us to share with others listening. And I know my audience is gonna feel so gifted by our time together today because you're like me, where we're a conduit of change. And um, I'm excited to share your methods and you know what you do today to help women get to the other side of discomfort or just not unknowing or whatever they want, want to call it. We both have kind of different names for it. But before we do that, before we jump into the your focus and your gifting, I would love for you to share a little bit about your um, badass journey on how you got to where you are today and also share what's excite, what excites you most right now. I don't want to go back too far, but how did I get where I am today? So I played volleyball in college, which I can't believe that was, what, now 10 years ago? And when that door kind of closed, so I've always kind of been a high achiever, had huge goals, super passionate. But when that door closed, I found myself kind of just a little lost on what was next for my life. And, you know, I did what any young 20 something year old does with a degree as I just was like, okay, let's go get a job and let's start this career thing. And as I got out in the working world, I started in sales. Uh, I just started to like have this feeling in my first job that it just wasn't what I was meant to do. It's like I enjoyed the freedom and flexibility of it, but I wasn't passionate about what I was selling, which just really left a huge gap for me and wasn't in alignment. So I ended up leaving that job and I jumped into another job. And um, over time, this kind of same behavior just kept playing out. I would get into a new career and a new job, you know, like marketing. I mean, you name it, I tried it in the business world. Marketing, accounting, HR, recruiting, sales, all of it. It I just kept jumping from thing to thing. And I would try it out for a year. And then I would realize about halfway through like, oh, this is like killing my soul. And so then I would, you know, apply for a new job and keep going. Um, and over time, it started, I started to realize that something was missing. And it wasn't just in my career either. It was like in my, long, my long-term relationship before the relationship before my now husband. And it was happening in my health journey. It was like everything was just kind of falling just shy and just short of what I really wanted. And I, I started to reflect about five to six years into this journey. And I was like, what's happening? Like, I'm a committed person. I know I can work my butt off and like create amazing results, but there's a missing link. And I'm not living this amazing life. And I'm feeling like everything's average. And so that awareness started to show up around the time that I was originally introduced to network marketing. And that, you know, is where it all started. I started reading personal development books and started opening my mind to all these possibilities. And network marketing for me, it wasn't what a lot of people build that and then leave. But I just like that's where I started. And then over time I actually met a life coach. And um, I was at like a networking event for my corporate job. And I'm like, life coach, what the heck does this chick do? But I met her for coffee. I had to like have 20 appointments every week. So I was like calling everybody. Um, And so we meet for coffee and I'm like, wait a minute, what do you do? And she's like, this is what I do. And blah, blah, blah. And I, all of a sudden I'm just like word vomiting. I'm like, I've got all this potential and I just don't know how to like get it out there in the world. And 
I literally walked out of that coffee shop and I'm like, I'm hiring her. This is what I'm doing. I'm all in. And that was such a pivotal moment for me because I was never actually all in on creating the results that I wanted. It was like, I was like dipping my toe in and I thought I was all in, but then, you know, life would get in the way or my excitement would fade. And that was a moment where I was like fully committed. I'm changing my life. I'm getting everything that I want. And very quickly from that moment, like the momentum just built. I, three months in, I was like, I realized coaching was what I was meant to do. Launched my business, left my corporate job in six months after building it on the side. And then everything just sped up. And literally today, it's just like, I have everything I ever wanted three years ago that I was thinking like, gosh, it feels so out of reach. But it's like, because of this work, that's how I got here. I love that because it it is a journey, you know, on self discovery for us to figure out, you know, how do we align what we love with what we do. But then there's the, it's the starting phase of that, you know. Like I know a lot of people who are so stuck in the doing and they're so stuck in what they think they should show up for that have built up a resentment on the inside or it, it shows up in um, broken relationships that they, they say yes to or even how they treat themselves physically you know, from a health standpoint. So when you initiated your own life coaching business and, and then business coaching business um, eventually evolved into as well because there's success there... What are some of the ways we can um, share with our listeners on, you know, how do you identify maybe where you're at right now to know that you need the assistance or, or to start to work with someone or jump into a program and really get clear on what is it that you want to change? You know, so, so can you give us some tools and tips on that? Yeah. So there's a couple of like symptoms that like all of my clients experience. And it's actually, Karina and I were just talking about this. I, I've developed a, I don't even know what you want to call it, but like just a system of understanding that there's three types of achievers out there. And I believe everyone's capable of achieving amazing things. So even if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know if I'm an achiever, like you are. And there's three types of achievers. There's the massive action achiever. There's the knowledgeable achiever. And there's the methodical achiever. And for every single type of achiever, there's different symptoms that show up in our lives that show like you need to make a change, like it's time to either invest in coaching or personal development or find something or someone or just find your own tools to get out of it. And some of those symptoms are for like the massive action achiever. This is, this is what I am actually. Um, they change lots of stuff. So they are taking tons of action. They maybe change their job, they change their relationship, they change their workout plan, and they kind of have that energy of like, we're gonna start on Monday and we're all in. And then, you know, a month in or two weeks in or whatever it is, their kind of excitement starts to fade and they kind of go back to their old behavior. And that's kind of the cycle that they run into. And that was kind of the point for me when I realized something was missing. I had just kept repeating the same results, even though I tried like everything. And that can be really frustrating because you think you're doing everything that you need to do and yet you're still not creating results. So that's a symptom for that type of achiever. Then there's the knowledgeable achiever. And this person loves to learn and grow and get degrees and get lots of skills and certifications and do all of that. So the symptom that they experience is that they never feel like 
they have everything they need to create the results that they want. So they'll either be like, oh, I wanted to start that business, but now I'm not sure I know enough. I need to go get another certification or I need to like read more books or I need to like scroll on the internet and get websites and then read through what everybody's doing or same thing, whatever area of your life. It's just they, they want to gather more information so that they feel confident to create the result that they want. And then on the methodical achiever, they overthink. So they tend to like, I always joke, it's like they journal things to death or they like just keep like listening to all the fear and the doubt and it keeps them from like taking any sort of action. So they get stuck in their mind. They get stuck like at home thinking about all these things, thinking about their desires and what they want, but they're never actually doing it because they think like, well, I'm not good enough. I don't know what I'm doing or I just need to keep like doing life the way that I'm doing it now. And so whichever one you fall into, those are immediate signs that there's an opportunity to grow here. And we've got to like step out of that to create different results and achieve different results. Is there like a, once they identify this, um, is, do you, in your work, do you have a way of mapping out like the what to get to next? You know, so obviously it's an assessment on the achievement style that you sit in that help identify for yourself. But then, you know, what is the ultimate? Is it like a mix of all three? Is it like, you know, you create your own cocktail? Like, how do you... How do yeah, you, do you mean like an achiever style to get it to work? Or is that what you're saying? Yeah, like once you identify it, right? Yeah. So if I identify, like I, I could identify with each one of those, right? A certain part of me can fall into any of those categories of achievement. I'd say I'm like you, I think, though, in the doing and the change initially. So then I had to learn how to um, like dive into the other levels of achievement, but also mm-hmm. get really centered in myself. Like self-awareness became my guide on... Um, balancing my achiever side with fulfillment, you know, like, so I, I train my listeners. know I talk about fulfillment all the time and there's always this level of achievement to have, but I believe that if you align achievement with fulfillment, like what fills you up the most, then you can find a more aligned way of showing up in the world. Totally. So yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think that I've, I've coached many clients who like were once a massive action taker and then kind of develop into a knowledgeable achiever. And I do think it's a combination of all three that you want to step into. But I think the most important piece about all of it and understanding like, okay, I'm this type of achiever. Now what? What do I do with this information? Is looking at why you do things the way you do them. So why are you taking all this action? Are you taking all this action because you don't feel worthy or good enough, like deep down, and you think you need to like make the most money or be the most successful at the company in order to feel worthy? Or why are you gathering more knowledge? Is it because you don't feel like you know enough or you're smart enough and you're trying to like prove yourself through that? Or when it comes to the methodical achiever, right? Are you, why are you doing that? Is it because you have all this doubt and this fear that you need to work on? So it's really about understanding what is creating and causing the symptoms and the things that we're experiencing. So what I do with all of my clients is I coach and teach on three things. It's mastering their mind, mastering themselves, and mastering their action. And each achiever's symptoms kind of need to tap into something different. Now, all three of those are vital in order to create results and success in your life, fulfillment and success. 
right? But we kind of need to, I imagine it's like you're kind of pulling a different string based on where you're at and what you need. So for example, the massive action achiever, they really need to work on their mind. They need to work because the reality is that they don't have to take more action to create results. They're already doing what they need to be doing. They need to align their thinking and the way they're doing things to create results through the actions they're already taking. For the knowledgeable achiever, they have to focus on mastering themselves, meaning like mastering, committing to an action and actually following through instead of gathering more information. And then the methodical achiever, they have to focus on getting into motion. Like, uh, you know, my action, actionable achievers, I'm always like, we need to like pause on the action for a second and like turn inward and look at what's happening. For the methodical achievers, we need to just like get, push them out the door a little bit. And it's like, I don't even care if you take the wrong action. Like, I just need you to start moving yeah. a little just bit. Just do something. Yes. Stop thinking about it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, I think it's, it's so great to have this awareness of the type of achiever you are in, in order to then assess, like, because you basically, like you, you in, uh, and I believe you said you have this in a quiz. People can go take and really identify. Yeah which version of achievement they lean into the most. So we'll make sure to let people know, unless you want to share that link right now for those listening. Like, yeah, we'll actually... I'll, I'll send you the link. I don't see Okay, we'll put it in the notes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, no, no worries. Um, just so that folks understand uh, where to go get it, because I think it's important to know the type of achiever you are. And then what I love that you do in your practice is that you're you're helping them become self-aware as to like why they show up that way. Because I believe, you know, our level of achievement is is something or the way the methods that we use to achieve is something we had to learn. It's generally not something that for most of us was a innate behavior. That's that's like how we're taught. So if we came up in a very competitive upbringing with the schooling we went to and um, the doing was actually what you got commended for in your achievement. And that was the level of success that uh, was praised. Then you're always going to show up that way. You were conformed to learn that way, but never potentially asked, "Is that does that fill you up? Like, Is that actually how you want to show up in the world? So even as you were sharing your own journey of going through your career growth and testing out different skills and the doing was great and you seemed successful on the outside for everything that you tried. On the inside, having that disconnect of why you're actually doing these things and what results would actually fill you up, you know, that alignment is so key in, in how we show up in our world, right? Like in every area. So on, on that mastery that you've been working through and now being able to provide it for um, so many women that you work with, are there common threads that you see in um, the women that you've worked with that have given you your own breakthrough moments in your own life? Give yeah. us some, some of those stories. Every day. I mean, I feel like when I'm coaching my clients, I'm always realizing stuff about my own journey and my own growth. I feel like being a coach is like the greatest lesson in your own work. Um, 100%. I mean, I tend to fall into the like I said, the massive action achiever. And still that's kind of my innate, like that's 
where I go immediately. And so, you know, a lot of the things that I'm coaching on when it comes to their mindset and it comes to mastering themselves are things that I really need to hear. So, and it's so funny, it's like a constant relearning because I'll be like, oh, so I do need to adjust my thinking about this instead of just piling on more action again. Um, And honestly, it's been one of my greatest lessons, like continuing to teach that to my clients has been one of my greatest lessons in my next level of growth. Because once you reach a certain level of success in business, more action is not going to be what takes you to the next level. And that's, you know, I've obviously learned all of these skills, mastering your mind, yourself, and your action. But again, when I default into action and when I want to hit a new level and a new goal, that's where I default. And so hearing myself coaching my clients on, okay, you're taking the right actions. If you couldn't change your actions, but we had to change your thinking, I'm like, oh gosh, that's exactly what I need to hear because I keep thinking like, let's do more. Let's let's go out and do all the things. And so yeah, that's like one of the biggest lessons I'm constantly relearning because in my upbringing, my house was very competitive. My dad was a college athlete, national champion. My sister was a college athlete. My mom was really hard and worker and amazing mom. Um, and so again, that's just my default. And so I'm constantly having to remember like, oh, like what if I, I actually have committed to that this week? Like, what if I just committed to my action ahead of time for my launch? And I'm not allowed to add anything in. Now I've really got to like fine tune my mindset and myself and how I'm showing up in those actions. I love it because you're you're what you're mapping out is is stepping back and actually putting together a strategy on leveraging the skills that you have, the things you've mastered, and then also the room for the growth and the what's next. And it's so critical if you're gonna have any sort of growth and refinement and enjoyment to to really integrate all of that, which is really, really oh, cool. yeah. And I think that the biggest thing is, I mean, since you talk so much about fulfillment, that's where I, again, have such an opportunity is I, it's so easy for me to turn in some, turn like something that I once loved into a task that needs to be executed. Sure. And so, yeah, I'm constantly having to be aware of when I'm doing that and reminding myself like, no, you're showing up to this because you love it. This is why you love it. This isn't just a task to check off your to-do list. This is something that's going to fill you up and fill you forward. Yeah. I, I have this um, exercise that I've shared with my community before, but it's something that you know I could share with you to share yeah. with yours because you also have your podcast too, and and it could just be a great tool to think about. When I, for me, I had to literally as a taskmaster, like you just <laughs> you know described, and constantly be in action. I started to evaluate fulfillment against all those tasks. Because when I could actually see as a as of the achiever um, that I am, what filled me up and make a decision to say, you know what, only the things that are eight in the, out of ten and above, I'm going to focus on because that's what fills me up the most out of all this action. Okay. Look at all this noise that is distracting me from that. That takes me out of that energy, and so it's the, I call it the fulfillment factor exercise. But I think it's something that is it, it, it's the kind of the next step after you identify the type of achieve you are then to also check in and say, okay, based on where I uh, lean into achieving, but what fills me up? So someone who's in more of the um, methodical achiever, they're uh, thinking about it a lot, right? But then they're not necessarily acting in it. So on the fulfillment factor exercise, the things that would fill them up would be um, the planning, 
the um, the vision work, like all the upfront work, the the concept of what the results would be, mm-hmm. but there's never the actual like action taking, breakdown, the goal setting, the task managing, and the actual step into it, <laughs> you know, happening there. Yeah. And so like the fulfillment would show up there. Cause I think then if you take it a step up, you you manage your own business, you show other people how to do that too. When you're bringing your team together and for your teams to understand who the type of achievers that you have on your team is so critical too. Because then you figure out, okay, that's their style. That's their style of achievement. So when I give someone an X assignment, and if they're... What's the knowledgeable one? The one that's always learning? Knowledgeable Knowledgeable achiever. The knowledgeable achiever. They're just going to go and research the heck out of what I asked them to do. But what I asked them to do is not going to get done. (laughs) So I love that you have a quiz. Because I also feel like the leaders listening who are building up their teams could use and leverage the quiz you have to better understand across their team you know what type of achievers they have to not only coach and mentor their teams a certain way but also to to help them grow you know i think it's, it's really cool yeah yeah, and it's, it's really fascinating. I like I wasn't even thinking about that for my team actually, which is so interesting. But I have thought about like love languages, for example, about sure. this phrase. But like, yeah, like my assistant, she moves like almost just as fast as I do, which is amazing and I love. But then sometimes I'm like, I need you to be the methodical achiever a little bit here or the knowledgeable one because like I'm gonna miss things and that's yeah. like, Coming. So it is, it's like really knowing that and understanding what they need to pull in and utilize and then to do that to effectively run everything. Well, and then you're also creating a new language across your team that it's like, okay, right now, yes, I know you can get this done, but I also need you to pause. And like, think about it because I'm just spewing ideas at you right now. <laughs> and I don't need you to go execute on it unless we actually validate that it's the right idea, right? Because then you're burning the energy of your team in, in, in giving them autonomy for sure. Like, we always want to empower our teams to, to get the job done that we hire them for. But um, this could really create an, a really awesome language as a, a team achiever group. Like, how do we actually need to lean in on each other and communicate with each other why we're stepping into it? Totally. And, you know, which is really awesome. Yeah, I love that. I think so what are you focused on now? <laughs> yeah, now you can use it. Now build the leadership version of the yeah! quiz and then, and then share it with me and I'll share it with our listeners too. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so what am I working on now? I, I think the biggest thing, and I actually wrote this in our forum before we talked, I am working on scaling my business and making it run kind of on automation mostly so I can stay in my zone of genius, do what I love, do what I'm best at. And so that, you know, that's been a journey for sure because I'm so used to running my business a certain way. I grew it to this point a certain way. And that way is not something that's going to work at the next level. There's pieces of it that it will. And then there's other pieces that won't. And so I like always joke with people. I'm like, it's almost like, you know, when you are a senior in high school and you feel like you've got this nailed and you're like crushing it and you know exactly where your classes are and what's happening. And it's like that. And then you go into freshman year in college and you're like, what's happening? I don't even know I'm learning this. And so I'm kind of in that phase where I'm learning how to sell differently. I'm learning how to run a team differently. I'm learning how to step into just a new level of being a CEO instead of 
running things the way I always did. And so that's kind of the phase I'm in right now is learning how to say no to what looks like opportunity, what looks like like easy because I've always done it this way to say yes to the long-term vision of my business and of like, how I want to impact people and continue to like grow my business the way that I really want. Yeah, I think that's a great awareness. So because scaling and growth, you know, it's, I foam at the mouth at that stuff because I... <laughs> I think businesses do that, especially female CEOs that are realizing that to stay in the same cycle stunts the growth of your business, right? So you're 100% a reflection of how you lead your business. That's like that your business is a reflection of that. So we want to make sure you're in a, in a growing state all the time. What are some of the things that you are, I guess, visualizing for your business? that you feel is going to be a really exciting growth spurt for you? Mm -hmm. And who are you trying to attract in in order to accomplish that as a, as a leader of your business? Yeah. So I am focused right now on like growing and serving every client that I serve in my program called Anything But Average, which is focused on helping people master their mind, master themselves, master their actions. And so... The work I'm doing right now is kind of like I think about it like a graph, right? It's like that just got created um, a couple months ago. And so what I'm working on now is learning how to sell to masses, learning how to market to masses instead of what I'm used to doing is having personal conversations and personal relationships and selling on a phone call versus selling to hundreds of people all at the same time and making for me, I, I promote a lot on social media. So learning how to make my content so effective and sell so well that someone could just read one post and sign up without ever having a conversation with me. So that I'm really working right now on laying that groundwork and like learning and evolving those pieces and figuring out what I need to tweak for, I believe by the end of the year, it will be running so effectively that people are constantly enrolling in my program and like getting amazing results without me actively out there selling and running things. Um, so I see like hundreds of women coming into that program, transforming their lives and Everything that they want to build, I think. No, no, that's perfect. I, I, it's it's a great vision to have for what you're focused on right now, which is awesome because you're you're in that learning and applying and testing and then seeing how it will scale. I'm curious when you're on the other side of it and these hundreds of women are coming through your programming and the mass, um, you know, uh, I'd say acceptance and sale of your programs are in place. What's the ultimate vision? Like, what are you trying to achieve with that? Or what what will you be doing with your time on the other side? Yeah, great question. So I do have a plan to build another level of a program. So what I find is that so many women are so transformed by this work that they ultimately want to serve in this way. So my long-term vision is to then create something that creates anything but average coaches. Um, and laying out that groundwork so people can take this passion that they now have for this work and also put it out in the world and make money doing it and feel fulfilled by the work that they're doing. So I kind of see like this just whole flow of people coming from the original program and going to the next phase. So I, I always see myself like building on to this and making it all flow together and serving women in this way just in new levels. 
Um, I also have other visions of like starting a not-for-profit. So taking that time and, and putting into a not-for-profit, I, I want to help inner city kids or kids in general who don't have any experience with entrepreneurship realize that their ideas are valuable and like show them that and teach them that. So I have this vision of Chris and I doing kind of like a shark tank thing where we talk and we donate money for people, the kids creating ideas and like make it a whole fun experience. We also have a vision to, my husband and I have a vision to like start our own restaurant and have a real estate company. So, you know, coaching is, I truly believe it will always be like at the center and it's just my like part and what I'm meant to do on this earth. Um, but we also have like a huge vision around that as well. That's kind of going to be the center and the heart pumping the blood to everything else. Um, but yeah, we just have it. And then kids, you know, eventually. In a few right. Years. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay and her husband, Chris, um, are, I'm going to call you guys newlyweds still. Uh, we are. Yeah. Uh, you're still in yeah, six months. You're under that year mark, which is great. And the two of you together, just the the aligned relationship that you have and the impact that you both want in, in not only your separate businesses, but then it's really cool to hear what you want, you plan to do together. I'm very similar in the way of expanding my practice to also impact uh, kids that I, I personally feel like our foster care system is something that needs a lot more... Uh, opportunity, you know, so that age group can also, especially those aging out of the system who don't really have the support structure around them, need tools like this. So we could definitely keep talking about that and part yeah. things in the future too, because sure. I, it is needed. It, uh, you know, people just want to feel heard, know that they matter, and um, it's part of our human need to feel connected. And, and I think those opportunities to provide that as we are continuing to grow and scale our businesses and impact to make sure we are helping those that, that also need it that might not have the opportunity to have it. So I love that that's part of your vision as well. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's really great that you identified for yourself a place of achievement that fueled you. But then also checked in with yourself to say, what else? Like, can this has to? This can be better. How can this be better? <laughs> what are the? What do I need to do to show up in it? I think is the unique question that and platform that you're able to create for other women to start asking themselves, but then also get guided through that. So I really appreciate you sharing your journey and the methods that you help people use to identify it. If those listening, or should say, when the women listening want to connect with you, what's the best way for them to connect with you? And um, also, you know, just get access to more of what you're putting out into the world. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much. It's truly really been an honor. I'm just so grateful that we got to connect again. It's been a while since we, since we chatted. Um, oh, wow. It's so good. So I have a podcast called Anything But Average and um, episodes on there go live every week. I also love Instagram. It's like my jam. So you guys can follow me at Mango underscore. Um, you know, there's constantly free trainings, things like that that I'm offering. And then, yeah, my website is lindsaymangocoaching.com. That's amazing, Lindsay. Thanks so much for being on the show. And before I ask you my final question, I do want to encourage those listening that... Go follow Lindsay Mango underscore on Instagram and we will give you access to the quiz to take. We would love to know what type of achiever you are. So after you take that quiz, you know, take a photo of it, post it and tag us both in that picture. So we just know where you're at in your assessment, but also 
what kind of support you need to figure out the rest because that's what Lindsay and I are here for. And it's why I brought her on the show is to share her gifting with you. So thank you for your time today, Lindsay. It is so valuable. And then my final and last question for you is, how do you define what a badass is? Ooh, that's a good question. I think a badass is less about what the achievement is or what the results are and just a feeling that you have when you're in the presence of someone owning their power, owning who they are, owning their abilities. And it's just willing to be courageous to grow and put put it out there. Like, lay it all out. I use like sports as an example, but like lay it all out on the field. Um, to me, it's just like, you know at the minute you're in their energy. I love that. Well, thank you for joining me today. Thanks. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact. Most of all, I would love for you to share this with your community. It means so much to me to have you as a listener and I would love to connect with you. So if you have any questions you would like me to answer on this show, go ahead and email hello at kareenwalsh.com and my team will make sure that I get your questions so we can get them answered on the show for you. Thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.